It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Election College, episode number 225. The story of Election College. Let's throw a political party. Face it, the political scene sucks, but did it always? It's time for Election College, and class is in session. Now, your hosts, Jason Goff and Ben Smith. Hey, Jason. Uh, this is a little bit out of our normal type of episode, but occasionally we have people ask us about Election College. We even have, we, I mean, we have friends and family ask us about Election College, and then we have some of our uh, faithful listeners ask us things from how'd you get started to, hey, how do you do this particular thing to what kind of microphone do you use? So we thought it would be fun to just take a small little break from our normal episodes and talk about us for a minute. Sounds conceited, but let's do it. Yeah, it's like the history of us. Yeah. Aww. Two years ago, we... <laughs> <laughs> In a world. Yeah. So where would we start? I mean, like, do we want to get personal? Yeah, I think so. And if you don't... Like, if you're not interested in hearing about Jason and I, just go to the next episode. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, what you need to know is Ben and I are cousins. Like, first cousins. There's no removed or anything like that. We're cousins, but we are 11 years apart. I am like 17 years old and Ben's older than me now. <laughs> so the truth of the matter is, is before Ben was born, I used to sit in front of a boom box and pretend that I was a radio announcer and I would talk about commercials that I would hear. And yeah, I was that kid. And then Ben was born. And I thought that was really cool because I was at least around my area. We have cousins who are between us in age, but um, as far as proximity goes, Ben was the first baby that I knew. And he's still the big baby. No, he's not. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. I remember Ben being born and thinking, wow, this is really cool. Yeah, and I remember, I don't know how old I was, but I remember some of my first uh, memories with Jason were me thinking, I think I used to call you a giant, right? Because you were just, I mean, you were way taller than me, but you were also a kid. And I knew you were a kid, but you were really tall because you were 11 years older than me. So I remember thinking Jason was, was, my, was my giant. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So we spent a lot of time together growing up, and uh, I think, and I don't know if I've ever even told you this, Jason, but I always really had a love for history in school, and I think that part of that was at least conversations around whatever table we may have been at, you know, the kitty table at Thanksgiving, where Jason would talk about the 
the history and stuff of Northern Kentucky and his neighborhood and different things he knew about. And I think that part of the, maybe not all, but part of my love for history was just like, oh yeah, Jason talks about history stuff and that's cool to me. So therefore I like other kinds of history too. Oh, yeah. You're the first person to ever say they looked up to me. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't say I looked up to you. I said you, you liked history. And oh, so did I. Yeah. Never mind. But I did look up to you too. <laughs> oh, I thought I was the wind beneath your wings. Yeah. So, yeah. You raised me up. Oh, yeah. We're standing on a mountain right now. Actually, I'm holding the mountain so you can stand there. <laughs> look at you. So, anyway. I had this dream of going into broadcasting, but then I went to college and they totally destroyed that. Nothing against any of my professors or anything like that. It was just that basically they said, if you're going to be in radio or if you're going to be in television, your life is going to be consumed with that. And I thought that's not really conducive to what I want. I don't want to get up really early and stay up late giving the news that doesn't appeal to me. So I actually changed my major from radio television broadcasting. I flip-flopped it with my minor, which was in public relations journalism. So I went on, got my degree in public relations, didn't know what the internet was. Well, I kind of knew what the internet was, but didn't really. And I went back to college to get a certificate in web design and stuff like that. And it was during that period that I worked for a radio station and I heard, first heard about podcasting and thought that was really cool. And I thought, hey, maybe someday I will get into this podcasting thing. Meanwhile, Ben is in junior high, he's in high school, and he is doing his thing. I don't think we really had that close of a connection around that time, Ben. Yeah, you were, uh, I mean, we were separated by a few more states than we had been previously. And uh, I had a buddy named Brandon who, and I, I was always into like, you know, I wanted to work the sound booth at church and uh, I like technical things and stuff like that. But it was Brandon who kind of got me into, uh, we got, we started DJing when we were in high school. I think it was in high school. Anyway, we started DJing and I really got to enjoy that. And then we started podcasting together and I started uh, my first podcast with him in 2009. And I thought, this is a lot of fun and this is really easy and oh wow, people are listening and interacting with us. And this is, you know, back in the early-ish days, not quite the beginning, but early-ish days of podcasting. So uh, most of my friends had no idea what a podcast even was, and most of them didn't have an iPod. And it was just cool to be able to interact with people who I had never met, yet they somehow listened to my voice on their phone or their, I guess at the time it was just their iPod or their or their computer. Uh, so kept having an interest in podcasting and then probably in it was probably late 2014 Jason right that we kind of were talking over Thanksgiving or something and said we should really start a podcast or maybe it was early 2014 and it took us a full year but we should start a podcast like we need to be able to hang out we're six hours apart from each other and we don't really get to talk all that often so let's have an excuse to talk right because yeah it doesn't seem like we're that far apart because I think we see each other in person probably, what, six times a year? Something like that. Probably, yeah. But we've got all those other family members we have to interact with. It's obligatory, <laughs> you know. Love your yeah. family and all of that. So 
yeah, Ben and I knew that we had something going on, mutual interest, that type of thing. Hey, let's talk more. So why not have a little family reunion every week? So that's what we do. But I kind of didn't really get into podcasting all that much. There was that initial hit that I had received back in, it was like 2004, 2005, because I was working in radio and they were scared to death that podcasting was going to put radio out of business, which kind of hasn't yet, but it's coming to a point where that might be the case. Anyway, I went to Social Media Marketing World in San Diego uh, in 2015, the early part, and that was the big thing that year. Everybody was talking about, you must have a podcast, and I thought, I must have a podcast, (laughs) and I must do it with Ben, but what are we going to talk about? So I get off the plane, back from the conference, and I'm like, hey, Ben, let's do this. And then it was silence. Yeah. Yeah, for months we were kind of, oh, yeah, we're going to do a podcast, but nothing really came of it until we started talking and, um, hey, what do you want to do this podcast about? I don't know. Well, I like these things, and I like these things, and oh, none of those are in common. Oh, well, we'll try again some other time. And so eventually Jason said, well, let's you know each write down some stuff each day. And I think you got this idea from someone else, but uh, write down five things you're interested in for a couple days in a row. And you know by the end of that week that you do that, you won't even recognize the list anymore. And I think it was part of the way through that week or by the end of the week that we had both written down history multiple times. And Jason's on a trip. He's going across the the state of Pennsylvania, I think. And well, I'll let you fill in this part, Jason. Well, similar to Pennsylvania or not really West Virginia on the way to Pennsylvania. Okay. So there I was on us like 52, I think us 52 in the Western part of West Virginia. And it hit me. I don't know a lot about the people who ran for president. I know who won, right? We know all those people. Well, I didn't know a lot about Millard Fillmore. And if you listen to episode 000 of Election College, you'll hear us mention Millard Fillmore because we didn't know a whole lot about him. Now we know a lot about him. But who ran against Millard Fillmore? Oh, I guess he didn't have anybody run against him. So we both thought that might be interesting. And it's been like an onion where we just keep on peeling back layer after layer after layer. Because as we've been talking about vice presidents, here I'm from a state where at least up into eight, we're up till what, the 1850s right now? Uh Uh-huh. There there were two vice presidents from the state of Kentucky that we never talked about in our Kentucky history classes growing up. Unreal. So it turns out that this idea that we had – has actually been a really a big education for both of us. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's changed my life in a lot of ways, which I didn't really expect it to. Uh, for instance, you know, I have obviously way more knowledge about historical things in general, because anytime you talk about the president, you have to talk about what's going on in the world around them and about specific people and how they were related to each other, not even just, you know, how they were blood related to each other, but how they interacted with each other or didn't interact with each other, as the case may be. And first of all, it's it's given me an opportunity to have a lot of weird conversations with people that 
I didn't expect that would be interested in things that are interested and I can kind of help them with that. And then secondary, like we don't really get into current day politics very much, at least on the show. But in my life, I interact with the public quite a bit. And when people want to talk about, you know, whatever thing that's happening in politics right now, which it's huge, it's a huge topic. It's always a huge topic, but now we have so much technology and access to media that it's always a constant subject. And so in my interactions with people, I'm able to just say like, well, you know, this is actually similar to this, or yeah, this is nothing like anything we've seen before, or whatever the case may be based on, you know, what the discussion is. And it's kind of cool to be able to say, well, you know, from a historical perspective, this is why that happened, or this is why this is the way it is. Uh, So it's being a podcast host of a, a little pet project that we had to start out with has changed my actual real life in a couple different ways. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And there are some projects that we are working on that we would love to hear your input on because I'm thinking about the next generation and uh, young people. Both Ben and I have young boys that, um, I don't know, they love to talk. They love to learn things. And could podcasting be a part of their future? Not that we would ever force our children to do one thing or another, but it certainly has helped us in our education as adults doing this podcast. But um, one idea that we have is to teach people how to podcast, and namely young people, teaching them how to podcast. And we won't get too much into that, but Ben does a lot of the technical aspects. Actually, he does most everything having to do with getting the podcast uh, produced and uploaded onto uh, RSS feeds and all that stuff that I don't know a whole lot about. But let's talk a little bit about what it takes to put the podcast together, Ben. All right, cool. So the first thing, Jason, where are you sitting right now? I am in... Northern Kentucky. I am actually, I can see downtown Cincinnati right out there my outside of my window. And I am in Western Pennsylvania. So just about an hour north of Pittsburgh. And from where I'm sitting, I can see nothing uh, because my windows aren't open. But if my windows were open, I would see, <laughs> you know, some houses in a little neighborhood and, and a creek. But... Uh, it, we're talking over Google Hangouts right now, technically. Uh, so we, you know, pull up a little video stream and we're able to see each other and talk. And there are a lot of podcasts that do this method, uh, but the sound quality may not, and a lot of people have mentioned, like, you guys sound like you're in the same room together. Uh, we use a tool called Zencaster. And it's a pretty great tool. There's a couple different versions available, free and paid, that we're able to both talk to each other over that. And I think it actually has a... Uh, a way to chat via uh, just voice, just audio. Uh, we like to be able to see each other because we're both so good looking, uh, thanks to our grandma, of course. But uh, <laughs> we, we like to be able to chat and see each other uh, as well. So we talk over that way and it downloads the files for us and then uh, I end up editing those and it's just a nice tool to be able to use. Yeah, and just to give you an idea of what it looks like practically, so we both have microphones um, we'll talk about that in just a moment, but I have two screens. I have Ben blown up on a big screen. Um, I blow my cousin up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there he is large on my screen and then my notes are on the other screen. So, uh, I can see that Ben is taking a picture right now. 
Yeah, I was just going to say that's exactly what my setup looks like too, Jason. Uh, I'm actually going to text it to you right now just to show it to you. But uh, that's the same thing I have. I have my uh, my MacBook Pro sitting on one side, a bunch of cords coming out of it, attaching. I actually have it set up on a stand and my keyboard and mouse and everything like that. Uh, and then the, I actually have a, a TV to use as a second monitor. So um, it's kind of a fun little setup. And then we have our... Um, oh, we can talk about gear a little bit. Oh, by the way, we we edit in Adobe Audition. You can also edit in lots of other programs, but uh, it's one that I use for other projects and stuff like that. So that's a question. Uh, do I think it's worth the money paying for it? I do. And uh, would I be happy if it if I could use something free? Sure. Uh, it's just nice that I have this tool that um, makes it accessible for me to use. But certainly, there's nothing wrong with other programs as well. So, um, what other equipment do we have, Jason, that, that's kind of mutual here? Um, we both have, for microphones, the Audio-Technica ATR2100, which basically, if you hear any podcaster say, here are the microphones that you need to have, well, for less than $100, they'll always say the ATR2100. Um, I think it's about $70 right now. And occasionally the price will go down um, to about $50. I did pick up, I've purchased three of these at auctions and only one of them worked. Uh, so be careful uh, when you're ordering um, an ATR2100. I would most definitely get it from a retailer who is authorized to sell it because you can't well, you're just not going to be covered under a warranty if you're not the original owner. Um, so two of the three microphones that I got at an auction um, are garbage. Actually, one of them is now a toy <laughs> for my son. So, yeah, we also have, uh, you know, we have a microphone stand each. We have like a little boom boom mic stand and uh, a pop filter both on our microphones and one that's attached to our stands so we can... Um, you know, make sure that it sounds nice and quality. So we don't, uh, you know, there's there's been times where we've put more and put less effort into the production. We think we sound pretty good now, but there's certain times where, uh, you know, a little more production will go into it, a little less. Sometimes we really screw up. I mean, Jason and I don't always write out notes. Sometimes we'll write out something, and definitely in the early days we wrote out more, but we mostly just read and research and then kind of, um, you know, go based on that for our show. So sometimes uh, one of us will say something really dumb or mostly just wrong a lot of the times. And the other one will say, Hey, are you sure about that? Or we'll correct ourselves or whatever the case is. And so sometimes I have to go through and clean those up. But mostly what you're listening to with the exception of some weird pauses and mess ups is pretty much our conversation as it goes. Um, it's kind of nice to be able to, to put that out there. Um, we try to be ourselves as much as possible. Uh, Jason and I are um, we're, you know, obviously really intelligent normally, so we obviously have to be that way on the show. But no, just kidding. We're only as smart as the books we read. Uh, so uh, we are able to, you know, just kind of talk and interact and be ourselves as we're talking to you. Yeah, I think the fact that we're cousins probably helps because, I don't know, it just makes it easier. And for the first, I think it was the first 20 or 30 episodes, we did have a rigid, you know, bulleted list. Okay, Ben... We'll read this line and then I'll read this line and you know we might elaborate every now and then, but 
for the past 200 episodes, it's pretty much just been us talking. Yeah. Hopefully that's good. I mean, if you're listening to this episode, you probably enjoy it to some extent, but whatever. Yeah. So if you're binge listening, I just don't see how you could ever (laughs) listen to us. (laughs) But... But we understand that I, I think the the one thing that's really cool about the community that we have uh, with uh, with this uh, podcast is the fact that, um, you know, you are getting more than just history. Um, not that we feel like we're competing with other history podcasts or anything like that, but it is really a privilege to be in your ear uh, twice a week and we have gotten some comments that why isn't your podcast longer? Uh, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Well, actually 20 minutes is about all we can stand, uh, to hear ourselves (laughs) in, in one sitting. So, so that's partially the reason it's, it's just, we read about a subject and then we have a conversation about it. So you're actually hearing just a couple of guys talking, a couple of cousins talking, a couple of your cousins talking um, about a particular subject. And that's the reason we push uh, interacting with us on social media so heavily is because we want you to be a part of the conversation along with us. Yeah, it is really encouraging to see uh, people say something to us or uh, even after a couple years now a little over two years anytime somebody says hey here's this one thing to comment on something you said on the podcast even though that happens you know pretty frequently it still stuns me every time i'm like oh that's oh there's another person listening to our show cool Uh, i see the download numbers we see the success which by the way that's another way it's changed my life is that now i have friends who run podcasts who are jealous of our successful numbers which were no by no means huge but you know they're they're still like how do you get so many downloads and i'm like just because uh people like history so that's probably the reason uh it's not anything special (laughs) about me that's for sure but we um we really do enjoy seeing that interaction and it means a lot to us to know that we mean a lot to you and that's I'm not just saying that for, you know, to make the podcast listeners more appreciative. Uh, we're, it's really cool to know that there's people out there who maybe even look forward to listening to us talk. Yeah, probably the craziest thing is when we get a comment saying, hey, you guys should talk about this subject. And chances are, if you're recommending that we talk about a particular subject, you probably know more about that subject than we do. But you just want to hear our perspective or our point of view or our banter about how we are interacting with that topic. So that's that's quite an honor uh, for so many of you to have given us recommendations of things to talk about. And we are always open to hearing your topic suggestions because let's face it there were only so many presidential elections right and we covered those we're we're done with that part we might go back and address some of that but as far as the series goes we're done and now we're talking about uh, first ladies and we're talking about vice presidents and we're talking uh, a little bit more about biographical information about um, the people who have been president um that's a finite amount of in, 
information. But then when it comes to talking about different compromises that were reached or different generals uh, who have served, who have become uh, politicians, well, that just brings new life into uh, our podcast. Yeah, definitely. So those suggestions keep us going. We can assure you, other than an episode like this, there's never been an episode where we didn't have to research something. So every time uh, we come up with a new episode, and it's based on your suggestion, you specifically just helped us learn something, which is kind of neat too. It's like not quite crowdsourced, but yeah. certainly does uh, your your suggestions have some impact on how we proceed. Yeah, and if anybody is interested in supporting the podcast, we do participate in Patreon. We were pushing that, uh, we would say heavily, not as heavily as some, and uh, not pushing it at the beginning of, of the episode or anything like that. I think that's appreciated, um, but do know that the podcast does rely on listener support, so you can support us through Patreon. Uh, we have a page if you go to electioncollege.com slash Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Uh, that's a monetary way that you can help support the podcast. And we don't pitch that necessarily to be like, you know, hey, if you don't support us, the podcast is going to go away. Or we're not trying to manipulate anyone into supporting it. But uh, dollars are like certificates of appreciation. And we do see that as a way that you can help support a couple of guys who are talking about the subject that they love. And we, and we love bringing this information to you, whether you support us monetarily or not. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we've mentioned this in every episode, but maybe this one will be the one that hits home. If you want to leave us a review, go over to iTunes. It really is the coolest place to do that. It helps us out a ton. It, legitimately makes us feel good uh which maybe that's not your top priority but that's fine <laughs> and uh, uh if you happen to be on the overcast app right now uh and i know there's lots of good podcast apps out there but overcast specifically you can actually go in and recommend different episodes which will show up in other people's timelines and their feeds and uh if you're friends with somebody on twitter and they use overcast it'll show up there so like there's all sorts of ways if you're like hey i can't give you any money but i want to tell people about you i want to show my support those are great ways as well. We know some of you do that. We appreciate that. And anybody else who wants to, we would appreciate that as well. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. We really do appreciate each and every one of you who listens, who interacts with us, and who supports us. Hey, thanks. And uh, hopefully, if you listen to this episode, it didn't disappoint. And hey, like we always say, we'll talk to you next time. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.